do talk. We have opinions. And we share them. But only with people we kick it with. Until Until now. now. Join us on our journey to change the narrative about introverted personalities. That's right. Randomly and eloquently, we'll be discussing various topics surrounding womanhood, the black experience, and overall adulthood. The the worst worst hood ever. Welcome to Random Eloquence. Well-spoken rants. Hello and welcome to the Random Eloquence podcast. I'm Crystal. And I'm Paula. Happy New Year, everybody. We're officially in 2022. Yes, Happy New Year. We are back. It feels like it's been forever. It feels like it's been years. But technically, we did hear from you all last year. So (laughs) just a few weeks ago, just a few weeks ago. Uh, But yeah, Happy New Year, Paula. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm still adjusting to writing 2022 and not 2021. Um, you know, still in that awkward phase of the year where you forget it's a new year, but yes. doing pretty good. How about you? You know, I'm doing great, uh, but I can't um, lie. Already, we, we're in like, what, week two? I don't even know. All the days are blurring. Uh, I, I think, think we're in week two. Going into week three now, right? Week three. Okay, yeah, we're like on, you know, teens. We're in the teens. Um, historically, January is always about six months long. January is always six months, um, just so, you know, we're all clear. So already these first one or two weeks have been very busy for me, very overwhelming. Um, COVID is out here still COVIDing. Thank the Lord. My family has been spared so far. We have not had it, but we keep, we are literally out here dodging it. When I say everybody else around me has either gotten it or been exposed, um, I'm going to bring it up a little later when we talk about um, our topic today, but like my kid's school or anybody's kid that goes to school or daycare, like they're dipping and dodging in the school system right now. It's uh, Omicron is Omicroning. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they just, they kicked Delta to the curb. They kicked the variant Delta variant to the curb. So no, and I saw on Where the is news. she? Where's she at? Because we ain't talking I, about her no more. Girl, I saw on the news that uh, Delta and Omicron have formed an alliance called Delta Crime. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I will not listen to that. Are you kidding? Girl, no, they no, out no. here morphing and mutating like freaking Autobots. So no, um, I don't want to hear it. No, I, I have heard of uh, <laughs> flu, Flurona. Flurona. So yeah, there's the Delta Crime variant. Um and now there's also flu rona which i feel like that was a you know thing last year as well last flu season but nobody was talking about it um but yeah well, covid like you said is still out here catching like get just getting numbers you know taking names bodies. And what what's the what's the phrase Kick, um, kicking ass and taking names or i don't know asking questions later whatever the point is it's out here wreaking yeah, havoc it is and the, the crazy thing is, even if you're not actually catching it and getting sick from it, you're still dealing with it in theory. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, if you, like I said, if you have a coworker who has it, or if you got a family member or somebody at your kid's school, indirectly, it's still affecting us. It's still, effa- oh, absolutely. So um, it's even, been overwhelming. Even at work. Right. Um, at, at work for me too, we come into emails like, well, there was an exposure on this unit there was an exposure here and i'm just like oh lord have mercy jesus yes. keep me keep me safe keep me away from this thing yes um but yeah it's definitely it's yeah it's coveting it's omicroning it's, yeah it's been it's, it's been rough. rampant 
um yeah I mean it's just been a lot and then just you know just being a human um during this time being a full-fledged adult it's just been a lot so I'm I'm literally taking it um day by day as everybody know I shared last episode I, I got a new job so it's been a month and like two weeks so all of this is happening at the same time. I'm trying to adjust to a new job, new company, uh, a new concept of working. I'm 100% remote, which I'm quickly learning has pros and cons. It's a lot more pros so far, but there's definitely some things that I did not necessarily think about. Um, but overall, it's it still was a good move for me. But that's been an adjustment. And honestly, it's been a little bit draining. Um no one also no one told me like when you work from home that everybody else thinks that you're not working at all oh yeah and now you're just sitting at home and they're calling you asking you to do things like hey can you do this for me or can you come pick me up you know I'm at work right right wait aren't you at home right still working I'm still working and they got (laughs) to see that this light is green on teams because if it goes to yellow Then they're going to be be questioning where your ass was at, (laughs) you know? So um, now in all transparency, now my mom, if she listens, because I don't know if she listens, she has before. But anyway, if she is listening, shout out to my mom, because her job has always been remote way before COVID. And I do take advantage of her in the theory because she, but she tells me it's okay. So her job allows a lot of flexibility where Mm -hmm. she can log in and you know work at her own pace but if I call her and say hey the school shut down or hey you know can you watch the kids for like an hour real quick she can do it in her work day she has that flexibility and that's the goal like if I'm going to work remotely I do want that to be my ultimate goal to be able to kind of do my work at my own pace and you know so to be fair I I, I don't want to contradict myself I do be like hey mom can you uh come here real quick and like do this real quick or whatever in, in the middle of her workday? But for me, y'all, I can't. Like, I don't have that flexibility. At least I get, I'm a newbie. um, So I don't have that flexibility to just be like, you know, I just don't have it. And so people will be like asking me for stuff or just expecting me to like be, you know, um, available. To, but, to um, pick up and, you know, just drop your work and come yeah. do random things. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I had yeah. a position where I was able to do that when I was working from home. Like I, I could kind of finagle stuff, mm-hmm. but it still, it blew my mind. Like every day my dad would call and be like, hey, so can you uh bring me something to eat? Or can you bring, dad, I'm at work. Right. I cannot bring you something to eat. Right, right. Um, Like no, there, no. there is some flexibility. <laughs> I do, because of course there's ways around things and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm going to continue to learn some hacks where I'm like, yeah. I can finesse a little bit. But you don't want to make it like a habit to where people are thinking that you have all this free time and then they exactly. don't, you know, use you for it. Exactly. And the reality is I absolutely cannot leave the house. <laughs> like, like I might be to finesse something in the house, but I can't leave and go get you food. Like you said, I mean, on my lunch break, sure. But I can't just leave yeah. <laughs> to go pick up your dog or whatever or babysit your kid because I've gotten that. <laughs> I've gotten that like what girl I can't I can't babysit your kid if my kids are at daycare How does that? <laughs> I'm so sorry but I'm not gonna be and I felt bad I'm like I- I'm so sorry it was an emergency she had to like go in her office but I just because I'm home I if I can't handle my kids yeah, I can't handle, handle yours and work and be no no anyway, 
So shout out to them. I'm sorry. You know, I felt bad. I get it. It's struggle with the whole daycare. And we're going to get to that because, again, Omicron is just out here canceling things, shutting things down. People are, like, scrambling, trying to yeah. ask anybody for help. Hey, neighbor, lady I met at Fresh Market, can you watch my kids? Because the school <laughs> shut down today. <laughs> I get it. Um, but anyway, um, but we need to most importantly recap this last episode because a lot has happened um the holidays Mm -hmm. like since we last recorded I just got a couple funny things so tell me about your holidays whatever you want to share real quick Mm -hmm. because we talked about awkward gifts and all that and some things have happened so I was actually in a position where I got a gift and was forced to open it on the spot Mm -hmm. um Oops, I think I know where this is going. I couldn't take it home and open it, you know, in the privacy of my own home and have my own reaction. But thankfully, the <laughs> gift was um, something I actually liked okay. and something I needed. Yeah. So um, that was a little contradictory of that person. <laughs> I think but, I, she's talking about me, guys. Yes, um, I am. But it's okay. Yeah. We um, um we had met up and I had, you know, me being a hostess. Um, we had some friends over for dinner and Paula was one of the people. And um, I gave them a little like, you know, thanks for coming gift. And um, I did go against what I said. I said, hey, y'all open it. And I, I don't know. I thought, I don't know. You're right. I guess that contradicts everything I said. But uh-huh. it was just kind of like, I guess, because I knew that y'all were going to like it, I think. And then it was like, I don't know. It wasn't super formal. It was just like, hey, but you're yeah. right. But you're was, right. Maybe I should have said like a, it. It was, yeah, it wasn't like a super formal, you know, gift exchange or anything, but yeah. it still was kind of like, yeah. are right. you asking me to open a gift right. in front of you so you can see my reaction? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like to see your reaction. I think it was just, I don't even know. Now that I asked myself that question, I don't know. Because I don't really, I mean, obviously I don't want you to react like, oh my God, this is hideous. But I don't really care about the reaction I don't know why I did it I don't know I think it was just probably me nerves I could be awkward sometimes with stuff like that maybe I was just nervous like oh my god uh I don't know <laughs> anyway but um was that your only encounter with that situation over the holidays or uh, so I did um I had an internal reaction to a gift that I got <laughs> and I just kind of like played it off um, you know, because when someone gives you a gift, you don't want to seem ungrateful, yeah. even if you're looking at it like, okay. Hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's exactly so I, what we talked about. Like you want right. to, you don't want to make them feel bad. Yeah. And yeah, you don't want to seem like, you know, you're ungrateful. So I did actually have kind of an experience like that. And I thought of our recording and I was like, dang it, I jinxed, we, we jinxed ourselves. Um, I don't know. Well, I jinxed myself. I don't know how you, how oh, your I, gift exchanges. Oh, went. I totally jinxed myself. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Continue. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. So tell me, tell me about yours. Well, um, again, I don't want to ever seem ungrateful or anything like that. <laughs> Let me preface with that. Um, but I, this was a joint gift so this was a gift to my husband and I mm-hmm. okay again okay. it's not that I'm being ungrateful I just always want to think about I always wonder people's thought process like when you pick this up and say I want to give this to this couple mm-hmm. what were you thinking like, that's yeah. all I just want I just 
give me invitation to your brain. I just want to like know the inner workings and like, what was the thought? So, and it's awkward because yeah, we had to open up the gift in front in front of uh, said individual. Um, and same thing. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah. Um, so we opened the gift and the box already looked like it was from like the year 2000. So the box was very tattered and worn. So already right there, it's like, all right, could be a re-gift. Maybe not. Maybe they're just mm-hmm. recycling. Could be a recycled box. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's fine. Continue, <laughs> continue, <laughs> continue to open the gift. This is Christmas Day, by the way. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Day, okay. We open the gift, and is a it is a glass Christmas nativity scene. Not even a nativity, not just a nativity scene. It's all white characters. No disrespect. But what am I going to do? Never mind. I just know, and I will have to show you this off camera. I actually meant to take you a picture. I meant to, like weeks ago now, two weeks ago when Christmas was or whatever Christmas was. I meant to take a picture and say, look, Paula, it happened to me. I got a very awkward, unexplainable gift. Um, uh-huh. This was the couple it- like, hey, this is for you and him. Mind you, you've seen my house. Does that look like something that I would even decorate with i'm just sitting over here completely perplexed and i want to ask you who gave it but i know you probably can't tell me so it's okay i could absolutely um, tell you offline for sure <laughs> right, absolutely right. but i'm just like uh what were you thinking and I, again i am very humble everybody knows me i i like practicality i love the simplest of things when it comes to gifts you don't have to shower me with like expensive stuff like i'm, I'm pretty practical and easy with that stuff but yeah it was a christmas nativity uh, it was like a Christmas, a glass Christmas tree. When I say glass, it was like that colored Christmas tree. It was like green. And then it had like the, you know, the the nativity scene at the bottom of the tree. And it was, you know, um, all white characters. And um, it just wasn't, I, I in the box, it was like inside of a styrofoam box, inside of a brown box. So I basically think it's a re-gift. And That's I'm not, exactly what I was thinking. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, somebody was just trying to offload that. They didn't yeah, want to anymore. But I don't understand. You've been to my house. Why would you think that that would fit in with the type of decor? Okay, <laughs> so I got that. You made me think of a, two more gifts. One of them I will actually show you and you can't say anything off online, but you can laugh. So I got this okay. gift. Let me let me give you another preference. Um. This is the it's cute. I mean, it's a baby gift. Okay, it was for the baby. Okay, it's for the baby. I didn't need it. He didn't need it. He already has one, but it's okay. It's a thought that counts. But it could have you could have just left it as is instead of trying to uh, doctor it up. So actually, I'm in his room. I'm recording in the baby's room. That's why I have it here. Um, so this was done by an adult, not a child. This was made by an adult. You're not ready for this. An adult did this. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> That's all. Um, they an adult put some stickers on that and said, "This is for the baby." <laughs> Thanks. Put it away. Put it away, please. <laughs> I want you. To, I want you to like. Can you see? I'm it? looking. Is I it? see it. I see it. These are Get like. It. Put it away. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> and now listen, you know I'm and all. And I see that right there, that one. 
What does this have to do with anything? But what does that have to do with anything? He's a boy. <laughs> Y'all, I'm so glad we don't do video. And I'm sorry for the listeners. It's like, what is happening? Just know. <laughs> That's so stressful. Just know that like, I had to say, oh, thank you so much. Now, now if Caden gave me that, absolutely oh my god this is the best like, thing this ever is the best thing ever he's, thank you so much because he's five okay anyway um that's it y'all if y'all got some awkward gifts over the um break awkward or funny please do share um actually i think i did a poll and um a couple of listeners i forgot about it uh did say that they got um something random and i think i might have just forgot what they told me i for- forgive me but I know somebody said something about their kids got some real cheap toys and I laugh because, you know, sometimes that could be good and bad. Um, I, Forgive me. I wasn't prepared Ooh. because that threw me off and I didn't even expect it to be that funny, but I had to share that. Oh my Lord. Um, that one whole, a whole adult made that. It was serious. I really wish that we could do like a live recording or that we could just post this with no explanation on our page. We could. I could pull the Zoom footage. You know, you mean like your reaction to that? What I just showed you? The reaction. Oh, you or know what? The picture of the gift itself. Well, I do but think that someone. But then you probably someone, don't want to do that. I just thought about, it. I think some people who are affiliated with that person. Um, they don't, I don't know if they listen, but they'd be watching the podcast page yeah which is another I mean, thing if, if you I, I give you full permission to post my uh, um yeah i might not be able to post the gift though uh, yeah but you, you you can you can post my reaction and then we can yeah if you want to it just depends anyway um anyway yeah because we're doing what we do best overthink um <laughs> mm, okay so we both had some awkward gift exchanges um it's like we talked it up and it manifested itself you I see I can't how powerful words up. are cannot make these things up y'all words are powerful y'all yep. um so I guess we can just kind of you know segue into the fact that we are in a new year and of course at the beginning of the new year people you know try to kind of have a reset they try to restart or um just, you know, do things a little bit better than they may have done the previous year. And um, there's always, you know, that pressure. I know y'all have probably seen all of the weight loss commercials, Weight Watchers, Noom, Nutrisystem, um, you know, Peloton. Everybody has a commercial, like get this on sale, get that on sale, or take this vitamin, do that, whatever. And Crystal and I, we kind of do the same thing, but not in the not in the traditional like commercial sense, you know, we have a reset by choosing like a word for the year that we're going to try to live out or, you know, use to bring certain things that we are praying for into fruition. And so we're going to just share our word or words of the year with you all. Uh, I will, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so last year 2021 one of my words of what well actually my word of the year was discipline I have decided to bring that back over into 2022 because I'm not done with it um and I think that uh you know people get so caught up on oh it's a new year you know do 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 new things do things differently if I didn't finish what I was working on in 2021 that's coming with me okay um 
and some people may disagree. I don't, I don't really care how you feel about it. I feel like a goal is a goal. It doesn't have an expiration date just because the year resets. So discipline is still one of my words of the year. Recover is my second word of the year, which was Crystal's word of the year last year. And the reason recover is on my list is because I had to remove myself from a toxic environment that kind of put me at a deficit. And so I'm trying to recover what um, I've lost basically. And I'm gonna recover it. (laughs) Let's just say that I'm gonna recover it. And then um, my, my third word is gratitude. And that toxic situation kind of changed my mindset on how I look at things. And it reminded me to be grateful for where I am in life, no matter what's going on. Uh, Because I know people always say this, oh, things could be so much worse. And that is true. Things could be a lot worse. Um, But with COVID out here running rampant, um, you know, people losing jobs left and right, people quitting jobs left and right. And I was one of those people who quit a job left or right. Um, I was still blessed to find another one and I wasn't even looking for it. Like the job found me. So I was just reminded gratitude is going to be very important for this year and any year that I'm still living on this earth. And the final word for the year is prosper. Hmm. Um, I should have looked up the definition of prosperity. I think when people think of prospering, they think of, you know, they think of money. And while I, while that's part of, you know, what, what I want to prosper, I want all aspects of my life to prosper, not just my financial. I want all aspects, you know, my relationships, my health, finances of course would be wonderful but I just want despite everything that's going on in the world right now because it's very very chaotic um God's allowed us to see another year and I just pray that I prosper from 2022 and beyond and those are my words I love it so that was like what four total three that was four that's great I like it um and I like the point that you made about just because the new year started doesn't mean we just gotta say, all right, forget about those goals. Let's reset. Yeah. Absolutely not. Cause that's not realistic. No. And that's not life. And it just reminds me, and I've probably said it before in this podcast or somewhere, but like every day in theory or every month or every week can be a, your own personal new year. Every birthday mm-hmm. could be a new year for you. You can set an intention or resolution or goal anytime you want. And you yeah. know, you can use whatever benchmark you want. Hey, it's my birthday. So every year on my birthday, this is my personal new year or whatever. So I like that point. Yeah, we want to point out like, yeah, it's never it's never that cut and dry. Like, okay, midnight on December 31st. Everything's going to start over. I'm a brand new get that goal. No. New year, new me, new goals. Look, no. Yeah, some of the goals are not finished. Absolutely. So I'm bringing them with me until they are accomplished. Great. I like it. So this, um, this recording is a uh, permanent um accountability for you to you know you can go back and listen to this this time next year and um see if all those things came to fruition so I like that I like that we're gonna see good um for me this year I kept it simple again with just the one word um I had a hard time thinking of a word at first and I was like man I don't know uh, and then it just kind of came to me I always try to relax sometime and just let things come to me I try not to overthink because that's just my mo 
Mm-hmm. But uh, like Paula said last year, my word was recovery and to recover. And I think I successfully, I mean, again, I'm still recovering too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because it's a new year don't mean like, okay, all your problems and things have disappeared. No, I'm always a work in progress. Um, that's still happening but I have gotten better. A lot has happened for me in the last like five months. I say five months because that's how old my baby is now. But really the last year between pregnancy, jobs, birth, it was a lot. So I'm still like trying to find my footing with that. So technically recovery is still my word, but now that I'm on the other side of a lot of that stuff that happened last year, um, my word, my official word of 2022 is to regulate. <laughs> Shout out to Warren G. Regulate the song. Okay. But um, I'm going to regulate, which by definition is um, it's to bring order, method, or uniformity to one's habits or whatever. Um, so for me, it means that, but it also means to just like, all right, now that I'm slowly getting back into the groove of things and finding my footing, it's time for me to try to like regulate hone in and like um fine-tune some things in mm-hmm. life um okay. hyper-focus on some of my other goals hyper-focus on my intentions and things that I want to do on a personal level individually for my family for friends like I just want things to kind of, I'm ready for some kind of balance to kind of regulate <laughs> smooth out per se and let's yeah. be real life is going to be lifing so it's not going to always be smooth I know that <laughs> but yeah for for just to give some reference, like the last year was, was a good year for me, but it was just a lot. It was all over the place. Like I've been, I was pulled mentally in so many different directions. I had so many feelings last year that I couldn't have never accounted for so many feelings, emotions, and things that I went through last year. Um, so for me this year is like, okay, I need to be able to try to find a way to breathe and just regulate, regulate these feelings. I now know what to do with these feelings. So I want to work on them. Mm-hmm. And just try to get to the other side of this. And that's it. Have so that's like a my sense word. of order, so to speak. Yes, thank you. I was looking for the other word. A sense of order because I just felt like I was just um, all over the place last year. Like, not in every aspect of my life, but definitely just like, I was overwhelmed. It was like, okay, this is happening. Okay, now this is happening. Wait, now that's happening. And, and literally, I ended the year with a new job. And I was like, only I would do that. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? <laughs> I noticed my history, I have a weird, um, coincidentally, a lot of my jobs, I've always started at the end of the year. It's Hmm. weird. My last two jobs, and then the job before that, I did start in March, but I always start in like November, December. And I'm like, why does this keep happening? Why do I start new jobs at the end of the year? It's like the worst time to start a new job. But anyway, um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know what that is, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) timing, timing. So, um, that's it so regulate like I said shout out to the Warren G song with uh uh Nate Nate dog. Nate dog I don't even know if they actually say the word regulate I know they'd be like hold up they say regulators but the I but the song is called regulate, regulate. Like, I don't think they actually never mind all right but yeah that's <laughs> it so feel free to share y'all's word of the year with us please you know the usual send us a dm on instagram at random eloquence pod or email us at randomeloquencepod at gmail.com. Or you can text us if you know us in real life. Let us know your <laughs> yeah. word of the year. Your word of the year. Or um, if you don't have a word, um, I don't know, an action or just whatever. Like what, what are you 
taking on Mm -hmm. in 2022? What are you looking to tackle? And last question with that, do you like print your word out of the year and put it anywhere? Or do you have it in your phone? Like, how do you manage I, that? I I write them in uh, my planner in the beginning section of my planner. Cool. Um, So I can refer to it later. Last year, I had it on a vision board. I did not do a vision board this year. Um, But last year, that was my accountability. It was on my vision board. But this year, it's at the beginning of my planner. And I wrote to myself... Um, when I'm considering these words to reflect on what success, gratitude, and self-worth mean to me in my quiet moments. Um, And by doing that, that's what I came, that's how I came up with those four words, pretty much, you know, getting back to what's important to me. I like it. I like the idea of uh, putting it in a planner because I too have a paper planner. I love it. Mm-hmm. and um because I just like writing things down make it in plain <laughs> so um yeah I think I'm gonna do that I think I'm going to um I want to type it up in like big bold letters print it out and I want to like put it in my planner yeah and if a planner isn't you know feasible for you know you as a listener then you know do whatever works for you like if it works for some people put it as their wallpaper on their phone yes or you put it in your notes or wherever wherever it works for you for me a planner works because I use a planner to sort out my schedule for my million and one jobs. So I kind of need that. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, do, yeah, do whatever works for you. Cool. A big sticky note on your mirror in the morning, What whatever works yeah, for you. I like that. All right. I have a burning question. I haven't had one in a while and um, it's extremely random. Okay. The After random, I- the better, the more random, the better. <laughs> After I ask it, I'll give you some context. Um, I don't want to, don't want to, you know, give it away. But my question is: At night, when you go to bed, do you sleep with your closet doors open or closed? I love it. Ooh, my <laughs> husband. I already know he's gonna have a field day with this one. <laughs> So I currently, and probably for the last year, my closets are wide open. My mm-hmm. doors are wide open mm-hmm. and my closet pretty much has exploded out into the floor. Um, so there's actually, the closets, it's like two doors, like they open up outwards mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they're open. Uh, there's a mirror on one of the doors. So it's open because I use the mirror every day. Mm-hmm. Even though I work from home, I still get dressed. Um, and yeah, um, the closets are open every day. Now, sometimes, because I do wake up a lot in the middle of the night, shout out to infants. Um, <laughs> I, I literally get up pretty much every day around like for sure at midnight and then for sure at like 2, 3 a.m. I'm definitely probably up. And sometimes I scare myself and I don't want to be sitting in my bed and staring at that door open with the mirror. That's just me because I'm scary like that. So sometimes I do like close the door if I, if I consciously, consciously think about it. Cause it is something creepy about sleeping with it. You know what? Now you're going to have me like scared tonight, <laughs> but yes, um, my door is open. My husband's always like, uh, so are you just going to leave your doors open? They're just going to permanently stay open. He always, it's ironic you ask that because he always asked me, when am I going to clean the closet so that I can close it? Because it's so much stuff falling out of the closet that I can't close the door. But I'm like, well, I need a bigger closet. How about that? What you going to do about that? So until I mean, then the doors are staying open. It's not enough room. 
But is there ever any room in a closet for a woman? I mean, no. Exactly. It's, it's never, no. This closet is nice and neat and organized and, you know, it, the doors close properly. They're not spilling out. But mine, yeah, the doors are open. So, yeah. Okay. Um, what about you? So my doors are also open because of the same problem. <laughs> the same problem. But I I thought of this because last night I closed it. And when I, you know, sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom or whatever. See, when I woke up Mm-mm. and I, you know, I opened my eyes and got adjusted to the surroundings. And of course, you know, my glasses aren't on, so I can't see very clear. I felt it. I felt a little disoriented. Like, wait, whose room is this? See, because the door was closed. You know and what? I'm used to the closet being open, um, which I know like other people listening they might be like no I want my closet door closed because it looks creepy I don't know who's hiding in there I know who's in my closet nobody but my clothes shoes purses nobody's in there but because I had closed the door um you know it blended in with the rest of the wall and I've had it open for like for months years right (laughs) so I just I woke up and I was kind of like what the where is that right where am I my glasses on and then I remembered oh you closed the door yes it made a difference it's, but yeah make, like it was like, room look to neater too. like a, a scary like a scary dream or something i, I kind of like i said i was a little disoriented i was like wait am i awake or is this real i love that that is a great question because <laughs> now you got me thinking about other people's house like if i see their room and i'm like did that door open or closed yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah um and okay so the burning question y'all already know we're gonna pose it to our listeners as well um let us know do you sleep with your closet door open or closed if it's open why is it open if it's closed why is it closed gotcha Uh, oh my god i love it yeah yeah i told you it was a good one totally 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 random again but that that is that is a great question questions (laughs) that need answers yeah yeah mine is wide open yeah my mine is open again I opened it this morning so I was like I'm not going through that again and it's just easier like I don't have time to close it and it's just look I gotta go like for me I have to like slide everything beyond the door mm-hmm. and then close it strategically so it closes gotcha. that's how stuffed my closet is so I just don't okay. I just want to leave it open yep I'm gonna leave the door open I had to <laughs> sorry I it, it was I had to all right, moving on. Moving on. All right. So we are going to take a short break and we'll be right back with the rant of the day. All right. And we are back. Thank you for tuning back in to the Random Eloquence podcast. So um, this is the part of the show that we call our random rant. And um, this is typically like the meat of the show, our heavy hitter topic for this episode. So uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, you know, we're at the beginning of the year. Uh, Things have reset in so many ways, but it's been a lot happening. It's been a little overwhelming for me. Uh, I'm sure Paula can relate a little bit, you know, good and bad. Not not saying that all was bad. It's just been a lot of changes. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I was just to overcome. Yeah, a lot of challenges. And then I was just thinking to myself one day, I'm like, you know what, man, adulthood in general, as we say in our, in our intro, um, adulthood, the worst hood ever. ever. (laughs) And it just got me thinking, like, I mean, adulthood is a scam. 
it's a whole <laughs> scam out here um and i know that y'all can relate because when we get into the topic y'all will see like oh wait that is a scam mm-hmm. so i thought it would be a good idea to let's just kind of like talk about the scams of adulting but i want to pose the question um in a very formal way to kind of help hone in on it again like i said so much has happened not just in the last couple of weeks but just being an adult and you just start to think back like no this is a whole scam So I saw this question going around Instagram a few weeks ago and I shared it with Paula and I was like, yeah, we got to definitely talk about this. Um, So I'll ask the question and then we can just kind of share, you know, our thoughts about just overall, like things that could be kind of scamish as an adult. Oh, I'm ready. And, And we're not talking about your obvious scams. Like we're not talking about obviously like, okay, the robocalls. The robocalls. We talking about that. Yeah, we're not talking about, oh, you know, her bag is fake or like, or there's a Chinese website selling $10 Louis Vuitton bags where we know that's <laughs> clearly a scam. We're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> AliExpress. Right. Yeah, yeah no, uh, we're not talking about obvious scams. We're yeah. talking about stuff that <laughs> you're, that you're told you need. Yeah. As an adult. Uh-huh. Yep. yeah look, just go ahead and intro but you it. got you got bamboozled a little bit you're like wait mm-hmm. a minute wait a minute um so yeah so the question i'm gonna pose is what is clearly a scam but is so normalized that people don't notice so um who wants to go first i have one and it's a big one health insurance ha! right off my list <laughs> And the reason I think it's a scam, okay, first of all, yes, we all do need health insurance. Um, but it, honestly, I'm gonna say most insurances. Health insurance, you have to pay to have it, and then you gotta pay to use it. Whew. And you have to meet a certain amount of out-of-pocket expenses before the insurance will pay fully for anything. And usually the out-of-pocket expense is some exorbitant amount that you're never going to meet for the year. Never. Okay. Um, and, you know, depending on where you work, your employer might pay a portion and you pay another portion. But that's, 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 a, that's a, a big scam because I can call my doctor and say, hey, I'm going to come in for an appointment. Cool, sure. The first thing they're going to do, what's your insurance? And they're going to run it. Okay, you have a $25 copay. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So you pay your copay. It doesn't You have stop your appointment. There. You go home. Uh-huh. 30 days later, you might still get a bill. Absolutely. So it's like, well, what, what am I paying for? The bill probably is like out of pocket or what they didn't cover or blah, 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 blah. And there, there was a point in time. See, I'm, I, I'll be honest. Uh, yes, I'm an adult, but I still don't know completely how insurance works. I have a basic gist of it. It's Okay. It's that's, just very normal. confusing and it's like, okay, I paid a copay, but I still have more money to pay out of pocket. Like, well, what was, what was the copay for? Does it's that cover confusing. anything? Um, so yeah, health insurance. I would say car insurance, but no, that's, that's, that's kind of necessary. <laughs> um, now granted, once again, it's something you have to pay to have. And then if you have to use it, there's a deductible you also have to pay. Okay. Um, now, fortunately, I've only had one major accident in my life. 
So like, if you're a good driver, you're just paying. So you're safe. And so you're protected from other drivers on the road who may be uninsured. However, it's, it's a scam. Well, okay. All right. And I got some more to say about the health, health insurance scam, (laughs) but with the car insurance, but think about it. If you're a good driver, let's say hypothetically for the last 30 years, you have literally driven maybe a, a speeding ticket here and there maybe one accident, but it's been like 20, 30 years since you had an accident. Think about all the money that you have just given them just in case on a just in case basis. Just in case, right. There's no like prize or reward for like, hey, you've been 20 years without actually using it. Let's give you some back. Let's give you a gift card. Let's give no. you a certificate of recognition. Nothing. No. You're just what, throwing what away money. Do, what they do now is they'll give you like, um, not accident forgiveness, but they'll like give you credit. Safe driver bonus. On your po- yeah, safe driver well, bonus. Well, not my insurance. Pretty much keep you. Well, my, my insurance does that. I got a good driver discount, which great. But at the same time, I need a little bit more of a discount. So, okay. Mine <laughs> may have a safe driver discount, but they kind of guise it. They say that, but when you really, they blend it in with like, oh, you've been a loyal customer discount. You, you drive a black car discount. Like they'd be throwing in all these random discounts. So I'm like, is it really a deal or is it just a marketing ploy? I don't really think it's like you said, it's not a huge, it could be a marketing ploy. It's not a huge savings. Uh, I know like all state used to do, I don't know what they do. I'm, I'm done with all state. Um, them and that man. They used to be in a commercial. <laughs> anyway, um, they used to do like the safe driver reward. <laughs> but then I think when I was with them, but the reward was like $20 back. Okay, thanks. What am I going to do with that? It was like a gift card or like a, a credit or something they did. I'm like, $20 for the one month? How about every month you give me $20 back? Now see, yeah, Guy- Geico gave me like a policy discount for the entire policy. So like that's, for the duration of the six so months that's who i have over. i have geico yeah but i'm not complaining because geico is unbelievably cheap yeah like it's very affordable. I, I am shocked however, however like but, you said i haven't been driving 30 years but i've been driving long enough and yeah. it would be nice to get like a more substantial recognition aka discount yeah um for for my good driving yeah, because I feel like um, I was about to make a point. I lost it, but I feel like um, I lost it. Forget it. I lost the point. It'll come back once it's we gone. keep talking about all these scams. You it's said gone. there was a health health insurance. You wanted to talk about that one. Yeah. So with health insurance, though, um, I happen to work in healthcare now. But way before this, I've always worked in some type of HR job. So did it is literally part of my part of my job to explain that very same question that is a valid question like you're an employee mm-hmm. and that question that you ask like why do I have a copay and this co-insurance max and out-of-pocket deductible that is a very common question do not feel bad for not knowing what that is I barely knew what it was and I had to learn how to know what it is so I could help other people because it is a very valid question and it is a very valid scam okay because <laughs> I can give you a great example and if you had children, you know exactly the scam that I'm about to talk about. So to have a baby in the United States, Ooh. it costs about thirty to forty thousand dollars. Mm. Please don't quote me on these numbers, listeners, because somebody's listening. Like, nah, 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 nah. I get it. If you're in the military, you paid nothing. I understand. Well, regular old people that like me over here that's working and all that, 
um yeah we got private insurance so basically retail price to have a baby and i'm only using this example because this is what retail i went through. price right um <laughs> i haven't thankfully i haven't had any major surgery so i can't speak from that but if you had a surgery or anything this is probably a very similar comparison retail price sticker price uh to have a baby is currently 30 to 40 grand without any insurance which is ridiculous unfathomable um thankfully if you have insurance they're gonna cover some of it depends on your insurance depends on how great it is um in all transparency when it was all said and done this happened with my first son and most recently with my second son they covered a huge significant portion but I still ended up with like almost three to five thousand dollars in bills and I say three to five thousand and yes, yeah, somebody's probably like, yeah, but at least it's not 40 grand. You're right. But I pay hundreds of dollars a month for health insurance out of my check. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's that. Then I actually give birth or I use this insurance for the surgery, the birth or whatever it is. You use the insurance. With pregnancy, I had hundreds, millions of dollars of copays before the baby even got here. Let's start mm. with that. So every time I go to the doctor, that was a copay. Yep. Uh, don't get any extra all those checkups thing. all the checkups it's a copay to make it easy they tell you at your very first appointment like hey it's going to be about three thousand dollars go ahead and pay us up front <laughs> and I'd be like what so I had to get on a payment plan from the time I found out to a week before birth because they want you that's those are the prenatal visits so that was like a couple thousand right there that I had to pay if you divide it by five months there's your monthly payment so there was that and don't have any other health issues going on with your pregnancy, then they're going to send you to specialist or an extra ultrasound, just another $400, you know, perhaps not necessarily my experience. I'm just going by things that I've heard or experienced. And then you give birth. <laughs> so that was just prenatal. Then you give birth. So again, using myself as an example, mind you, I pay about two, $3,000 for prenatal visits. Then I gave birth. And then, like you said, three months later, when the baby, like three months, everything's great. Hey, baby's here. Three months. Hey, you get that final bill. I got a bill and it was like close to $4,000. And I wasn't shocked this time because I have a child already. But for me, again, this is just my situation. It took us a solid year because to pay it off. And so we always joke with my first son, like when we paid him off, it was a joke. Like, oh my God, we, we paid him in full. Like he's fully <laughs> ours. He doesn't belong to the hospital anymore because we had a hospital bill. And granted, two, $3,000 to some people is nothing. For me, that was a little bit like, whoa, because honestly, it's not just the two, $3,000. You got to factor in all the other co-pays, the lab fees, LabCorp sneaks up in. They send you money because your insurance will cover some of the lab fees. And but not, not all. all of it. And then- um. And then if you have a boy, there's like another fee called a circumcision fee. If you get your boy circumcised, that was like the $350. Dang. Absolutely. That was after the insurance. Oh my gosh. For my insurance. Again, these are not hard numbers. It depends on your insurance. It depends on a lot of things. Um, My previous employer's insurance was not the greatest, but it was okay in some regards as far as what they cover. But that's about average. Yeah. So you're looking at 3,000 plus a hundred here and there, lab fees. Basically, it's like, I don't know, it's thousands of dollars that you are responsible for after the insurance. So that's all I was going to say about healthcare, health insurance. 
it, it's it's hard to justify because you're like, I'm paying monthly out of my check. Mm-hmm. Then when I go to, to the doctor, it, and I have to pay to use it, I pay to use it, and then um it's just a scam and the biggest scam last point to this we took my baby to the doctor because when they're newborns they have to go pretty much every few weeks and we took him to the doctor and i and i didn't go to this appointment because i had to start a new job so i was like "Ah, can you take him so my husband took the baby to the appointment and i made it clear i said look the baby got a little cough he does we know we've been this through this before baby got a little cough we already taken care of it it's getting better at this point we gave him the baby cough medicine. He, he was getting better. You know, he go to daycare. So it's like all kind of stuff happening. Don't bring up that cough to the pediatrician. Don't say <laughs> nothing. Don't say anything. And if she asks you about it, act dumb. What? What cough? Do not say anything because they're going to bill you because then she's going to say, because so what happens is, and I've learned when you go to a preventative care, like a well visit, mm-hmm. uh, you're, it's free. It's a $0 copay thanks mm-hmm. to Obamacare. It's free. But while, well, during that appointment, if you're in that appointment, you say, oh, by the way, doctor, I got this cough that I'm yep. wondering about. They're going to charge oh, they, you. Oh, they're going to help you. But when you get that bill, it's going to be whatever billing diagnostic code that they put in. And yep. you're going to get the bill. Yep. Guess who got a bill for a referral for some cough medicine or some crap that I did not feel? $25. Now, granted, it was only $25. <laughs> I said, don't mention that cough. <laughs> He, and he told me, he said, um, yeah, she asked about the cough. And I thought, well, maybe she'll just be nice and ask about it. It's a new baby. Maybe she was just asking. She was like, he was like, yeah, I didn't say nothing. She said, hey, you know, is that a cough? Because she was like, is it COVID? I'm like, no, the baby ain't got COVID. I hope we don't have COVID. But she asked, I get it. And I said, so does she say anything else? He said, no, she just said, is that a cough? And because the baby, I guess, coughed during that time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, is that a cough? And he was like, yeah. He said, but yeah, I just left it at that. And yeah, we got a bill. She because she discussed quote unquote, and it said it said discuss cough and some fancy medical word that they you know what with. I was upset. So doctors then yeah. are a whole scam as well. Because oh, yeah. like you come in a room, basically, I came in for this problem, but you're saying, Oh, well, you have this problem too, and you're gonna send me a bill for all these daggone problems. I came for one thing, ma'am. And I've learned their game because I've had some doctors who will kind of kind of not will let it go like if you bring up something they won't bill you i've had doctors where it's like all right and then this new doctor we got for the baby oh yeah we learned like don't bring it up but then sometimes they bring it up and then you start talking so it's a scam it's a scam y'all just go to the doctor and be quiet (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's wrong nothing why are you here uh just because it's tuesday (laughs) i don't know nothing's wrong everything's great man but yeah healthcare. we could go on all day we got to move on but Healthcare, yes, it is. Let me be clear. I'm thankful that I have insurance because it yeah, could be worse. Sure. Let me be very clear. We're we're thankful, but it's it's just hard to understand. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of insurance in that same lane, life insurance. <laughs> now, and y'all look- it's it should be called death insurance because that's uh, what you use it for. Yeah, but I guess they say insurance on your life in the event you lose your life. Okay, all right, right. fair, fair. But this is another topic for another day, actually. But what I'm not understanding about the life insurance policies, and we're just going to tip the, I'm just going to tiptoe into this and I'm going to jump out. Mm -hmm. These people who sell life insurance, 
these pyramid schemes. Yes, I said it. I'm not understanding why it's set up like that. Like these people who sell you life insurance policies, why is their approach the approach it is? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like those um three rings people or world financial group, like it comes off real untrustworthy sometimes. And like they want to, they sell you these policies. So they can and kill you later. I don't, I just, I, it's just an ignorance, y'all. I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody in their job. I just don't understand like, they hound you or they'll like invite you to like, hey, we're having a happy hour um, at five o'clock and you get there because y'all are friends. You think, oh, that's my friend. And you get there and they try to give you a presentation about life insurance. And I'm like, why is it, this is scamish. Why is it set up this way? So I don't quite understand why life insurance has to be designed that way. Um, I understand that the concept of it is if you pass away and you have family, kids or even like um a friend whoever you want to leave your money to Mm -hmm. I understand that money is there to help pay for funeral expenses and to take care of any other outstanding debt that you might have had while you were living and in theory to help take care of any family that you left behind so that because now you're gone you know they need to continue on with life and I understand that but like the art of getting and obtaining life insurance in my experience has been very hard and very like, is this legit? Like, why didn't she just tell me it was a life insurance presentation? Why she had to say it's happy hour. And then I get there and then it's why I should get all these different life insurance plans. So that's been my experience. Um, Have you met people or known friends that did stuff like that? Thankfully, no. That invite Um, you to those things. And then it's like, not for life insurance but I've been invited to other pyramid type scheme things so but yeah it's the same thing don't get into that but but that's the whole scam on the life yeah on the life insurance part um so what I find funny regarding life insurance is that if you elect to have it there's certain health conditions you can't have yep there's that too if you have them you don't qualify for life insurance yep and that's why most places um, even your employer, if you enroll in their plan, word of advice coming from HR, enroll in the life insurance when you get hired, because most times they will waive the eligibility requirements if you mm-hmm. enroll at new hire. If you decline it at new hire enrollment and say, never mind, I'll do it at open enrollment or I'll do it later, usually what happens is they're going to make you fill out what they call an EOI, which is an evidence of insurability form. Mm-hmm. It requires a physical, some blood work. You literally have to go to a place. And get a physical. Yep. And if you have any pre-existing conditions, either you may not qualify, or it's going to be a higher rate. And also, I just flat out was told, "Oh, we can't insure you." I was like, "Yep." Oh, yeah. So just be mindful. All right, my life doesn't matter. I'm, you know, (laughs) like what? Because unfortunately, it's a business, and they know, oh, she got this condition, so more likely, she's more likely to use it and use it sooner than somebody who is 20 years old and healthy. And and that's exactly what we mean when we say all insurances are basically a scam because you're charged to use something that you may need. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just in case or something like medical, you actually need it, but we're going to charge you to use this this service. Yep. Yep. Anyway, next. That's it. Yeah, next. So, uh, and again, you need life insurance, obviously, but just be mindful. And honestly, if you're like young listening to this, Go ahead and get a small little policy, y'all. Get it while you're young because yeah. it is cheaper, you know, if you can. And not just your employer. 
try to get something on side get it if from you can. like your bank if you can or your credit union because some banks mm-hmm. and credit unions offer policies they so do yeah definitely do that when you're young and and your car insurance healthy. companies do offer it too sometimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right um what else yeah we'll just how about we just you know you do some from your list i do some from my list we'll just tag team it um let's see so <laughs> paying for parking oh god yes care to elaborate I'm going to, let's say I'm going to a sporting event. (laughs) Um, The place is public. I paid for a ticket. This is a public event you're inviting me to via my ticket purchase. Why does my ticket purchase not cover parking? Why is there a separate fee for parking? Uh And then I know in certain cities, like big cities, you know, parking fees help kind of offset other expenses used, you know, to fund or run a city. I understand that. But parking tickets, matter <laughs> of fact, like my, um, my, my, my best friend who lives in Philly, she can attest to this. You park in a certain place beyond a certain time, you're going to get a parking ticket. Uh, she showed me like a folder of parking tickets that she had at one point. Oh my gosh. But unlike, you know, here, they're not really, I don't, well, then again, I don't know if they affect your license here. They don't affect your license or ability to drive in Philly. Mm. But like I'm paying to park on a public road or I paid a ticket matter of fact and you know um our beloved HBCU does this for homecoming <laughs> we gotta pay to park depending yeah. on where we're parking and it ain't cheap I mean no, you it's like 20 25 a minimum of 10 to 20 dollars mm-hmm. why I'm yeah. paying to come to the event yep um the event should cover my parking or maybe like you said just lump it into the ticket fee so that yeah it's there but yeah. mentally I know like you know illusion optics it doesn't feel like I'm paying separate so mm-hmm. bump up the ticket price twenty dollars and you know out of sight out of mind but maybe to, we'll to accept co- it to cover my parking because yeah. why I'm paying to park at a public event on on I mean this, this public event I understand it's private property but if I pay to get into said event Mm-hmm. I got to find and the places that I just experienced this on New Year's places that want you to come patronize their business, but they don't offer parking. Right. So like in, like in the cities. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. So there's nowhere for me to park to come to your establishment. I want to patronize your establishment, but in order to do so, I have to find my own parking and pay for it. Yeah. And we're talking a pretty penny for parking. I get it. That's definitely a scam. That's a good one because <laughs> uh, you made me think about college. You brought up college, like, or even high school. I remember high school when I started driving, you had to pay for a parking pass just mm-hmm. to park at the school. So high school, I get it because high school is public education. It was free. College, I'm already paying y'all $5,000 a, uh, a semester. But I got to pay. But I got to pay. $75 just to be able yes. to park my car on the college I'm attending. So you yes. don't tell it. So or, why are we paying tuition? Or right. Or 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 remember, remember the $2 lot at Norfolk State. Absolutely. When you running late to class, you don't yep. have time to find a parking spot in the commuter lots or the other student parking lot. So you go to the $2 lots. Yep. So in addition to me having the $75 decal, but yep. I can't find a spot. Here's the $2 lot. It can't just be the free lot for the people who late. So I will say it was called the $2 lot when I became a freshman there. However, I never paid for it. So I, I, what I heard was that they used to charge you $2, but I never actually got charged. Yes. 
they must so have you stopped were there. when you came in yeah i don't recall paying it and i used to remember i remember asking why is it called two dollar lot because you used to pay two dollars to roll up in that joint and yeah. if you did not pay you couldn't park but where was but, that money going imagine how much money they raised just from that i don't know because they had constant people it wasn't like oh paula parker card and that's eight hours you could you could go in and out of that lot meaning mm-hmm. in a given day there could be thousands of cars coming out some people might mm-hmm. have one class they leave they come back so it's two dollars each time they banked is what i'm saying so that's that's a good question like where did it go? find out where did that two dollars from each student because i'm sure if, if you went to norfolk state at any time between i'm guessing like 1998 to 2002 you paid at least once a week to park in that lot okay where did that money go so it ended so it ended in 2002 that makes sense because i I, I want to it may have ended in 2002 or 2003 i can't really remember um yeah i believe it but it was still called two dollar lot but i didn't yeah. pay but it was hard as heck to find a space and that's why because it was free mm-hmm. but you had to like you, you had to had get to, there super early or early or you're gonna risk being late to your class depending on driving around driving, you know, driving around. around trying to find a spot so yeah i'm paying to park on campus but when i get on campus i can't find a spot or i can't find a spot close enough to the building i need to go into well, yeah. i remember parking all the way near fine art mm. and my class was in woods oh yeah and if you know norfolk state's campus that's a hike that's a, it was a hike and it was you know, school starts like in the summer. So I'm sweating. Yeah. Trying bullets. To get to class. Sweating bullets. At this point, I'm just like, is, is this, is my education even worth it? I don't want to be here now. Yeah. It's a lot. And that's just our <laughs> campus. Imagine these schools in these big cities where it's all spread out, like yeah. a DC or New York, where you're, you know, you're literally going through the city to get to your class. <laughs> so I, I don't want to imagine that. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. That is a scam. Shout out to NSU. We love you. But, uh, Yes, speaking Y'all of NSU, on a side note, I do want to say happy Founders Day to our stores of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. We just had our Founders Day on January 13th. And as you all may know, Paula and I are line sisters with that illustrious sorority. So I did want to bring that up because we did cross that Norfolk State. And so you made me think of that. I forgot to add that in the recap. Yeah, we didn't bring that up in the beginning. Things that happened. That definitely did just happen. Yeah, so shout out to all the Deltas out there listening. Um, but yeah, so that is a scam. Um, good, that's a good one. Let me see what else I got on my list. Um, this is kind of along the lines of, it's not really insurance, but some somebody else had uh, gave me this idea and I was like, oh, that's, I didn't think about it. So like, if you work for an organization or if you've been in a situation where you hire a consultant, people who call themselves consultants, um, basically consultant fees are like a scam because in theory, you as an organization or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you want some help, you're hiring this person to basically give you their opinion. Mm-hmm. But who's to say that their opinion is going to help fix your problem that you have at your organization or your business or whatever? Um, so someone had put that idea in my head and I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Like, oh, hire a consultant and the big companies be spending lots of money. They spend a lot of money on those. Offer them to say, yeah, we think the problem is that you need to pay people more, but then that may not work. And then you still lose your whole team of people. So, <laughs> you know, but you paid this consultant all this money to tell yeah. you to do that. And you don't even know what their background is, what their track record is. They just came up in there and say, yep, you need to pay these people more. Or I talked to your staff and they said, 
just because they don't like the walls that the walls are painted blue they don't like it so change that and you change you follow their advice and then it doesn't work and you've wasted money so I just want to throw that idea shout out to that person that gave me that idea and I was like oh I never thought about that being Mm-mm. something that something that you know seems normal and necessary but it's clearly like mm, it's suspect <laughs> going back to that question what's clearly a scam but it's so normal that you don't even notice mm-hmm. so that was that um we could just dip into this and keep it moving the whole structure of the work week scam so actually that was next <laughs> on my list um but it was the concept of going into work because these last two years have shown us if you are not like emergency medical personnel, you don't need to go into work. Nope. There's no reason for any of us to have to go into work and potentially expose ourselves to COVID. If you have an internet connection and a computer, yep. you don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. So going physically going into work to do your job, yep. if it can be done via machine, is a scam. It's a scam. Um Again, like I said, I'm working 100% remote. Paula has previously worked remote, so we get it. We, we're we living proof that it can be done. It's, again, there's pros and cons. Um, I do think, even though we're introverts, I do think sometimes it's nice to have that human interaction. But overall, I do not crave it. So like once a week, I'm good. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> but I'm good over here in my little home office. I'm, I'm usually fine. Um but yeah, I don't like being forced and told like, oh, you have to come to the office every single day on time at that. And you have to stay here until the end of your shift. Don't get up, don't move on, you know, very controlled. Yeah. It's a scam. And we have been living with that construct for centuries. Okay. And no one has questioned it until good old Recently, 2020 until came. The, until the Panini came. But also to your point, like having um, a shortened work week. I think there are some places that are starting to institute that. Yes. And being that we have seen the pandemic cause, well, I'm not going to say cause, but it's, it's exposed a lot of things. It's exposed holes in these, um, you know, organizations. It's exposed holes in our country's infrastructure. We're not going to talk about that. But for instance, um, it's exposed a lot of people's, you know, mental deficits as well. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're still living through this, this is year three of this, we're still living through it. And there has been no type of um, recovery efforts for employees, mental health, their mental stability or anything like that. And I really think that a shortened work week would contribute greatly yeah. to people's morale to you know their overall wellness well-being and how they feel about mm-hmm. coming to work as opposed to coming into work five days a week yeah because people are burned out yeah people are burned out whether they and even if you're working from home again you could still be burned out let's not let's let's let go of that that misconception that oh you're working from home is utopia you could be zoomed out because again i've been on my new job a month and a half when i say i'm zoomed out already mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot of zoom real and I, I have a, a friend who also, she's been working from home basically since 2017. 2017, and, um, okay. Yeah, there was a period where she kind of got mildly depressed because she wasn't seeing anybody. I could see that happen too. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that working from home is glorious and it should be the norm for everybody. Um, you know, it, but I, I think, I think organizations should kind of take this into consideration. I think you should take yeah. it into consideration 
having more work from home days or yes. having more um, or having a shortened work week just yes. to contribute positively to your employee's health. Yeah, That's all. I, I strongly agree. I think just simply having that flexibility, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the option of, hey, it's a snowstorm outside. Instead of trying to risk my life, I'm going to go ahead and log in from home. I was going to come in, but I'm not. I want to be able to just say that without having to ask either. I want to just say, hey, I'm not coming in. I will be online. Let me know if you need me. I want that flexibility. Um, I, I, I just think that should just be the norm, how it's normal to work Monday through Friday or weekends if that's what your job requires. That's normalized. So let's normalize what Paula just said, where it's like, hey, four-day work week. It shouldn't even be like, hey, guys. Um, we're going to reward you with a four day work week. Woo. No, it should just be normal. It should just mm-hmm. be like that standard. Like it should be an option. Hey, you could yeah. do four days. You could do five. You could flex it however you want. Right. From home or in person. If, yes. if your job, you know, is amenable to that. Like if pretty much, if you can do your job from your, from your home, then it should be considered yeah. to be, you know, no, the norm. Exactly. Now, in some cases you can't. Right. Um, one, one of my jobs, I can't do that. So I understand right. that, but there's one where I can, right. And, you know, I'm, I'm given the option to do so. And I love that. Uh-huh. Exactly. So I just think that that's where we need to move forward. Um, I had shared with Paula offline, like I am 100% remote. Um, and so right now I'm learning quickly. I have to be very intentional about leaving the house. Now, in theory, once or twice a day, I do leave the house because I have to get my kids from school and daycare. But I look forward to that trip now. Before it was so mundane. Oh, I got to get the kids. But now it's like, yes, I get to go pick them up because mm-hmm. it gets me out the house mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, and then if I have a long enough lunch break, like lately I've been getting an hour, I will literally go out. Even yeah. if I'm not buying lunch, I will go out. The weather has been super cold, so I'm not walking, but I will go out. But I have to be very intentional. And then the nights and weekends, I got to get out sometime. And yeah, I'm learning sure. quickly. So again, pros and cons, will I be doing this forever? No, um, because I do think I'm going to need a balance. I'm going to need to be able to go somewhere when I want to break from my house and or the people that's here. And, um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to also want to be at home as well. So, yeah, I just think that's and I think I had this on our um, podcast topic list for the future. We're going to talk about the workplace, not necessarily like work in a boring sense, but I want to talk about the structure and the concept of work and this grind culture and just all the things that we just need to try to like change. But yeah, I think that's a scam, the Monday through Friday or even working weekends. All of it's a scam. Um, Look it up guys on a side note, look up who came up with the concept of the work week. It came from factory work. And I think we brought this up before. We have brought this up, I think several times. And And it's um, not feasible to today's modern world. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we don't do factory work. That's, that was in like the, you know, the industrial era of, yes. uh, when, when the, when United States was pretty much forming to be the superpower it is now, well, superpower, I say that loosely. Um, right. we don't, we don't work like that anymore. Yeah. It's not realistic, yeah. but we all conform to it because we have no choice because organizations keep subscribing to that culture. So moving on. Um, all right. What else you got? Let's see. <laughs> this is my last one. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it's actually been kind of the topic of um, a couple of Instagram and Twitter rants too within the last couple of weeks. Uh, This is before the new year, actually. So the CDC guidelines regarding COVID are a scam. When COVID was first, you know, introduced, so to speak, CDC said, if you get it, you're exposed to it, you need to quarantine for 14 days. 
Then sometime after they said quarantine for 10. Yes. Now it's five. Five whole days. For and and with all the mutations and strains that we're seeing that are highly contagious, you mean to tell me with this Delta Cron, Omarion, all this stuff <laughs> flying out here, uh-huh. five days is enough? No, ma'am. No, like no. I, I how the CDC, in my opinion, is lose is losing its credibility, yeah. and they are adopting scam culture because you can tell them <laughs> what they want to hear uh-huh. at this point, and yeah. it's. It to me, it's a scam. I feel like you know you're you're putting people at risk. Well, you know why? Five days. Well, you yeah, already we know, know why. Which is why I say it's what? a scam. It all goes back to what? Finish the sentence. It goes back to what? Capitalism. Yes. Yeah. We got to yeah. hurry up and get these people back to work. We got we got we got to get people back to work. We we got to make this money. We got to make the money. We're already short staffed. We've already given yeah. these people. Yep. free paychecks and all this stuff so now we got to get back to work grind 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 work yep. your fingers to the bone none yep. of us is subscribing to that anymore okay yep. so my, good luck um, with that my sister actually and she she's doing fine but she um tested positive for covid about a week ago and her job gave her five five paid days off okay. and i was like that's it and she was like yeah they want us to come back to work and she works in healthcare, and I'm like, that's just so irresponsible. Well, yeah, ironically, you work in healthcare, yeah, but right. honestly, at least they paid her. Yeah, because, and I'm, I'm glad they paid her, like because yeah. if she had to take five unpaid days off, yeah. I'm sure I would have never heard the end of that, and for good reason. Yeah. But to tell a healthcare worker who works in a place with a vulnerable population, oh, we're gonna give you five days to quarantine. It's all you need is five days. That's a contradiction. Well, the virus, the CDC said five days okay all right keep on okay cdc back on our other episode back in spring called mask off go back and listen that you can look at it'd be fun to go back and listen to that and then listen to this to see how we went backwards right the evolution or the dissolution of the cdc guidelines because they are at one point uh, i saw on twitter somebody was somebody they were making jokes about basically the cdc the cdc said all kinds of jokes all kinds of jokes about what all you need is this and you can quarantine or all you need is this many you know oh, yeah stuff the CDC like that. Said, just take some ginger ale and lay down basically <laughs> and that that's one. that's kind of what it's getting down to it at, at at some point it's gonna become less than five days yep, it's gonna but be two five hours days, ten, 10 days was relatively reasonable five yeah. days is pushing it yeah that's the line yeah yeah and it's a dangerous line yeah because you're coming back yeah you got it and you quote unquote quote unquote because we know the side effects of covid can be longer than month it can be months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you uh supposedly you, you can test positive for to up say. to 90 days after having it right so yet you're still you're back at work on your sixth day and you're indirectly affecting and exposing all your coworkers or whoever you come yep. in contact with yep but all right, girl, that's, that's, but yeah, you, you back doing. to work, you making us money. So, Hey, welcome back. How you feeling? You feeling good. Great. Get to work. Yeah. So that leads me to my next scam. Likely. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. It's not really a scam, but it's a scam. So y'all know we like coffee. We like Dunkin' Donuts. We like Starbucks. You know, we, we talked about this several times on the show. Um, this, so, Okay. I had sent a, a picture to Paula the other day about Dunkin' Donuts and how when I pulled up to the drive-thru, they had a list 
taped to the speaker of the drive-through <laughs> and it basically was like here's a list of all the things that we do not have do not ask it literally was like a very casual sign it basically said we are out of this we don't get it we ain't got it so i was like okay but it was i'm not exaggerating it was probably about 10 things in that list and it was obvious it was like obvious things we ain't got it bro it was like things that like okay you're dunking donuts so you have no donuts (laughs) you have no coffee oh my god what are we doing so what are we here for you are dunking donuts you selling ice and water at this point that's the equivalent to mcdonald's saying they don't have any fries because that has happened to me before Or that the ice cream machine is always broke well you already know that's because (laughs) they it's closing they don't want to have to take it apart clean it shout out if you ever worked at mcdonald's i have not but i've known people and that's that's what that's what that is they just don't feel like cleaning it because they try to get off on time all right that is a scam though but dunkin donuts the one that's near me if you know where i live come on come on do do better. better And then on top of that, I don't know if you've noticed this. The scam is going to make sense in a second. I think I think we're getting played is what I'm saying, where I'm going with this. <laughs> because, all right, so supposedly you're out of all these things. Y'all are blaming it on supply chain. I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of that phrase, supply shortage. I'm sick of hearing about that. Okay. Have you noticed, Paula, in your Starbucks excursions, that Starbucks lately have been very hit or miss with their hours of operation yeah but that's actually been a thing since the beginning of 20 2021 i noticed that yeah well maybe it ain't hit over here in my area because the first time it happened i'm like all right maybe something happened somebody got sick you know they already only got one or two people running the entire store maybe those two people got sick they had to shut down you know Mm -hmm. staff shortages that's another that's that's real it is real trust me i know but all right girl but uh what is it like okay what threw me off for a little like i said the first time it happened i'm like all right that's i'll give them that i pulled up one time this was a sunday pulled up to the drive-thru at starbucks it was 11 55 and it was like a movie scene as i pulled up I saw somebody walk to the front door. As I pulled to the drive-thru, I kind of looked toward the front entrance. He's putting a sign up, a handwritten sign. Here we go with the handwritten sign. He taped mm-hmm. it to the window. And I looked at it and said, we are closing at 12 p.m. Five minutes. Okay, now that. What in the yeah, ghetto now, is that? <laughs> now that, that's that's a little much. But oh. no, actually, I've seen at the Dunkin's and the Starbucks that I've been to within the last year they have varied hours so some will close at five some will close at six or seven but not 12 so it was 12 noon by the way it was eleven fifty-five when the sign went up so you giving me five minutes so by the time i circled around to the drive-thru they already had to drive through coned off so I, I had to like awkwardly back up and leave yeah all right that happened once i was like all right that's random odd what time does you open if you're closing at 12 noon? Okay, mind of my business, whatever. Today, I tried to go this morning mm-hmm. to, and I tried to do uh, order ahead in the app. The Starbucks, the closest one to me, order ahead is not available. Biz, op, hours of operation, 1 p.m. They didn't open until 1 p.m. What? It's Sunday. Wait. So you already have short hours. So if you're opening at 1, why be open? why be open what time do they close i ain't even look i logged off i got mad i logged off closed the app but then i said you know i'm gonna try another one try the other other starbucks that's 
a little bit farther, but close enough. They were open, but they closed at 12. I said, you know what? It's not meant for me to get this uh, drink that I was okay, trying to try. Okay, yeah, no. I, so, I definitely haven't seen that. The start Starbucks paying attention. near me are... <laughs> always always booming and always especially at 12 like they're definitely still open so well, 12 new is their about. that's their busiest time afternoon exactly. morning what are you doing like, and i understand 12 they should be the busiest right and i understand the the staffing shortages like y'all that is a real thing i work at hr so i see the other side of it everybody is hiring not just the retail jobs that y'all are seeing in the restaurant everybody corporate job everybody is struggling that's why you if you are somebody looking for a job, you can negotiate a lot too, because they need you. So like mm-hmm. you could say, you know, whatever you want to say, and they might consider it in your job offers, but this whole oh, supply chain, I think at this point, I think it's a scam because like now we're blaming everything on, oh, our merchandise is stuck in China. We can't get it. Or we don't have anybody to unload the boat at this point. Is that true? Or y'all just now using it <laughs> because it's starting to be real suspect. Why are you closing at 12? You told me five minutes ago you're going to close in five minutes? Yeah. That's... Short staff? Y'all knew when y'all opened that. When you opened, you were that, short staff. That Jeremy called out. Y'all knew that. So why did why are we doing this? Then don't open then, Starbucks. Don't open. <laughs> that's it. Um, I just, I just, I'm upset. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to run down because for the sake of time. And y'all can just, I'll leave y'all to think about it. Uh, another scam, interest fees on anything yeah uh, paying more for the loan for the loan or pay- paying to use the, the credit. credit card yeah. credit card uh, credit scores is a scam having having to be judged off of a credit score is a scam um let's see all these price increases at all these random places like i like to thrift paula talked to, to me about this too mm-hmm. why are the thrift stores going up there's yep. no reason why I, I went to the thrift store yesterday, ironically, and I saw a coat in there for $39. Absolutely in no way am I paying $39 for a coat at the thrift store. And it wasn't like a designer coat. I could see if it was like this high-end coat that is usually $500 mm-hmm. and finding it for 39 bucks in the thrift store is a great. No, this was like a regular coat. Might've been from like Target or somewhere. And then I was like, well, maybe it's just that one coat. The whole section. If it was a coat in good shape, $39. Dang. I'm not exaggerating, y'all. I say, oh, I got to get out of this thrift store because this is a scam. I'm not going to the thrift store to pay $39 for a coat when I can add $39 more and just buy it at the store. Um, fresh coat. A real, uh, yeah, a a fresh coat. coat. It took the fun, the joy out of the hunt of the thrill of thrifting if I'm paying that. So um, I noticed that's a scam, thrift store pricing. Um. Every everywhere has gone up. If y'all have noticed, like subtly, your favorite restaurant, look at that menu closely. Your your fish tacos that you get or your burritos or whatever it is, it's gone up at least a mm-hmm. dollar. Not a few cents, a dollar. So that's a scam. Uh we talked about overdraft fees. Well, not really, but throw that in there with interest fees, overdraft fees. Um, here's a scam that I'm actively participating in because it's convenient. DoorDash, Uber Eats, all of them. It's a scam. Wait, y'all. you have the Dash Pass? I do not. Okay. I do not. But um, hey, look, it's a scam. It's it's stupid expensive, but it's convenient and I like it. You know, another scam, which we've, you know, we've bought into over the last couple of years, paying to stream music. Yeah. 
but that one but that one it is scamish but it's cool because think about all the albums that we had to pay per album now we could just unlimit it we could play 25 albums in one day you you kind of you kind of got a point but you remember lime wire i ain't paid nothing when that was a thing oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) napster we're showing our age um but yes i do remember those days of the internet and burning cds um mm-hmm. yeah uh grocery store pricing we can just continue the chicken wing prices if you've been to the poultry section why is the family pack of chicken wings 30 dollars? prices may vary but the grocery stores over here i saw a pack of family pack chicken wings for 28.99 when they usually cost about 15 i don't understand inflation um, it's it's huge uh, oh, and how can I forget? I'm going to end with this and then we're going to share some that we saw online real quick. Daycare. Shout out to all the parents or anybody that is responsible bless y'all. for paying for daycare. God bless y'all. I'm going to say this. It's a scam. Yes, I need a trusted source to babysit my kids. And not just babysit, where my kids go to school. Shout out to them. Um, they are very great at what they do. My child... Um, my oldest son, because he's actually in school there. It's a private school and daycare. He's in the school there. I will say it's worth it because he is very smart. We do a lot of work with him at home, but that school does an awesome job with like exposing him to like great quality education. So shout out to them. I love it. However, (laughs) we are funding the school by paying them every week on monday like clockwork and so what's happening thanks to omicron and all her friends and variants what they're doing and they've been doing this since 2020 but it's getting really really rough now a lot of the daycares and even the public schools and private schools if your kid or so basically in the classroom setting or in the infant room because my son goes to the infant room he's a baby my my youngest son if Anybody in your classroom or one of your caregivers in the school gets COVID and they are in direct care with your kid, or if another student gets it and tests positive, they shut down the entire classroom, not the whole school, thankfully, but they will shut down the entire classroom or the entire infant room. Okay, great. I understand because I don't want my five-month-old to even get COVID. I don't want my five-year-old. I don't want him to get it. I don't want them to get it. I understand the protocol. But what I don't understand is, so my kid literally is not coming for five days because they've made you sit out for a week, the five days, 10 days, CDC thing. They want you to stay at home. They want your kid to quarantine. Hey, they've been exposed. Not that your kid got it, but just in case, let's sit them home for five to 10 days. So we're looking at a week and a half, really, of the missing school, right? Mm -hmm. They're literally not going in the building. I have to stay home with them or I have to pay someone else to babysit them. And guess what else I have to pay? Them. I still got to pay daycare. So the scam here is that I still have to pay for a service you're not using. A full tuition for the week. And if I had to, I would have to pay somebody to sit at home with them. Now, shout out to my mother-in-law. In this case, so basically my um baby, his his infant room got shut down last week. And oh my God. Whew. It's it, it just throws everything off. I love spending time with my baby, but I gotta work. 
And thank God for my mother-in-law. She was available. She came to my house because I work from home. So she came here every day and she kept my son. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She's not charging me. Thank you. (laughs) However, if she was not available or she had to work or something like that, I would have had to pay somebody to sit with my kids. So I would have had to pay them and still pay the daycare. So my point here is that it is a scam. And honestly, daycare and schools have been scamming since before COVID because anytime there is a holiday, the parents know exactly where I'm going with this. If it's you still got to pay prime example, Thanksgiving, Christmas weeks, where it's like, Hey, happy holidays. It's Thanksgiving week. We're going to be open Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to close the school at 11 AM. So Monday, Tuesday are full days. Wednesday is a half a day. The day before Thanksgiving is a half a day. Come get your kids at 11 a.m. And guess what? We're going to close on Thursday and Friday for Thanksgiving itself and Black Friday. But guess what? Icing on the cake, you're going to pay for the whole week. No prorated tuition, no half a week discount. You're going to pay Monday through Friday. Mm. But your kids only came to school Monday and Tuesday and half a day on Wednesday. It's the biggest scam, y'all. It is like throwing money to the wind. When I, say, when I say painful, daycare is the only bill that we pay every week. I have never in my life had a weekly bill. Who, pay, who has weekly bills? What are you paying weekly? So I just wanted to end with daycare is the biggest scam of all. Um, the kid's sick, same thing. Oh, sorry, they can't come, but guess what? That tuition is still going to um, auto-draft out of your account. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I actually, when you told me about that, I tweeted about it, and somebody told yeah. me that it's protocol, and it saves your space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. And I'm like, what you mean save my space? Mm-mm. So whatever. you're closed because of COVID, but if I don't pay, you're going to give my spot to another kid. Is that yeah. what that means? Yeah, I haven't had that experience Um but you're right. I never know. I, they might be. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. I know enrollment is important, but honestly, daycares and facilities, they got to be careful because, A, they're short staff. Teachers yeah. are quitting. And a lot of people have pulled their kids out of daycare for this reason. Because it's like, if you're going to keep shutting down a classroom every two weeks, I can't I'm afford to do in. it. Yeah. And I've definitely considered nannies. I have been looking because I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like my son, I'm going to keep him there because he goes to kindergarten there. So it's actually school. But this baby of mine, uh, he ain't quite in structured classes yet. Mm-hmm. So if I could find somebody cheaper to come to my house every day and, you know, I could pay them. That's fine. I think I've definitely considered because I need somebody that is just reliable i can't i literally cannot afford to just give y'all and i'm talking a couple hundred dollars we ain't talking fifty dollars a week i'm talking couple hundred per child mm. i just can't do it it's it's not feasible so um yeah a lot of people are reconsidering daycare and not paying or enrolling their kids because of this so these schools gotta watch it or these facilities because y'all are already you know struggling in business and you're losing people mm, keep, yep. keep that so anyway, uh, and we're going to end with this. Um, we could just, uh, we found a post online that had very similar scam vibes. Vibes. So we'll throw, we'll take some turns and throw out some. So I'll start. Some people have basically said America is a scam. We don't need, <laughs> we don't need to elaborate. I saw uh, that. Uh, hotels, checking in. Um, why do we have to check in? 
no earlier than 11 or 12 and then we have to check i'm sorry you check Some in places at three. It's three you gotta check, check, check out three, by 11 and you gotta check out by 11 but you look when you look at it it's not even a full day yeah but you charge me for so i'm checking in at three and i'm paying a full day but i, I can't get in here so three make it make sense and that's if i get there at three i might actually get there like 10 p.m for whatever reason and mm-hmm. still gotta leave the next still, day by 11 okay still gotta pay and still gotta pay that full day yes, um somebody said hoas oh god um yeah yeah, yeah. we'll just There's, say yeah. I've, I've seen places um where the hoa fee is a car payment uh-huh and they're trying to lump it in your mortgage sometimes, but that's... But it's yeah. like you're paying for landscaping and if there's like a pool, you're paying for that and access to said pool and whatever else HOA is covered. But it's just like... But then some of them have it where you still... It's like still renting because then it's like, oh, by the way, you have to ask them if you want to paint your door red. Yeah, or if, if you, you want to add this, on... You have to get permission. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like... I'm paying a mortgage for a house I bought and I have to ask you, the homeowners association, to make improvements? Absolutely. So there's that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, student loans and the interest fees that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Navi. You know who's not short-staffed? Navient. Because they keep calling and emailing me. So clearly someone's working and logging in there. Okay. They keep calling me because I was a one hour late on my payment. And now y'all keep calling me. I'm being wow. dramatic. I'm being dramatic. Uh, you know, I might be a few days late because priorities. I don't want to pay y'all right now. So stop calling me. Um, but they keep calling. And I'm like, clearly they have staff. So if you were looking for a job, log on to Navia and see if they're hiring you. I don't know. Um, okay. I saw this one. Buying a Visa gift card. Why the heck do I have to buy a gift card when I can give you cash? So I actually spent $80 <laughs> instead of $75 because of the $5 gift card fee. That is a good one. That's a good point. Just yeah. give the person the cash. Give the person cash and, and a, you're also going to pay $5 for. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Make it make sense. What else? Somebody said driving on a free God-given road, but you have to have a license to drive. <laughs> That is a great point. But that actually, you know, the, the road isn't God-given. Yeah, it's debatable, debatable because that's debatable. the taxes that we pay are paying for the road. But I can still kind of see, like, if my taxes are paying for the road, why I got to pay for a license? That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's tricky. I agree. I get it. Somebody put, of course, going to college, which that could go several different directions. Because I get it. You know, I that get it. That could be a whole other episode. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, the false dreams that we were promised. and you know, Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, college and then being told, if you're a oh, millennial, yeah. If you're a millennial, you know exactly what false dreams you were sold and what we're talking about. If you know, you know. Go to college, check that box, and you're going to get you a good old job so you can pay back the student loans. And here I am. Uh, several decades later still paying them speaking of Navient. anyway uh let's see all right what else you got property tax okay yep and the car don't forget the car tax why am i paying to have a car registered in the city mm-hmm. for what what is you're, that you're 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 taxing me t- for i already live here i live here i'm paying state taxes but now there's a city tax because <laughs> i live here and i have a car I don't how about it. just all taxes listen having a car in general is a scam okay because you got to pay for the car 
Pay for the car insurance. You got to pay for the car maintenance. Got to pay for car the car upkeep. You got to put gas in it. Gas. Uh, then, like you said, the property tax for the car. And then if you have, yeah, I mentioned insurance, but then they got that gap insurance thing. If you get, that you're anyway. supposed to add on when you buy the new, you know, anyway. what? at this point, at this point, everything is a scam. Everything. Everything's a scam. And I think, I think we living just, in America, living in America. And obviously there's a lot more we can get into, but the sum, this uh, adulthood is a scam y'all. And all these things we mentioned, these are things that in under normal pretenses, it goes right under our nose. It goes above our head. Like, oh. That's normal. Totally mm-hmm. normal that we're just dishing out money for insurance we may never use. Totally normal. But when you really sit back and find tooth combness and really look through <laughs> it, it is a scam, but it's been so normalized that it, it just, we just, we've been doing it. And when you look, when you think about it, you're like, oh my goodness, they have been scamming us the whole time. So that's yep. it. That's it, y'all. We just wanted to talk about the scams of adulting and all its variants, all the variants of scams. So if you have any scams, <laughs> if you have any scams or uh, things that are likely scams, um, but no one has admitted to it, let us know. Y'all know what to do. DM, email, mm-hmm. email, uh, text us, us if you know us. Yep. Text us, uh, whatever you need to do. That's all I got. That's all we got <laughs> for y'all today. So we're going to go ahead and end this episode uh thanks for tuning in as usual um what you got for him, paula anything else not really just yeah um thanks for listening we appreciate all our listeners and we definitely appreciate when you get at us on social media so um we look forward to continuing this conversation off of the recording and on the socials yes and before i forget i want to mention y'all we have almost reached our one year anniversary next month february 15th will be one whole year we will have a toddler (laughs) we're not a baby anymore we are a toddler almost we're walking we're walking walking. yes and um (laughs) so we want to uh shout ourselves out but we'll be shouting ourselves out as we get closer we have a special episode planned as well so um happy almost one year anniversary to the random eloquence podcast and thank you for rocking with us for almost a year year. many many more episodes and fun things to come and on that note uh we'll talk to you later bye